Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have yes, I do. Okay. So, I initially start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey that was a good little countdown. Oh, this is more commercial-like. I like that. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I was so corny. I was so corny. That was so corny. <laughs> oh, man. See what happens when you find new toys. New toys. I mean, this hey. is what you do when you find new toys. This is what you got to do. It's I'm loving terrible. it. I'm loving it. All right. So we are the Hey Girl Hey podcast uh, on Urban Media today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm y'all millennial chick. And our chatter, our chatter chick will be checking in in just a minute. You know, she keeps her own time, so she does what she want to do. She does what she wants to do. We let her come in when she wants to. (laughs) She's a woman of a certain age. So, wait, how was your week? It was a very good week, a busy week, eventful mm-hmm. week, but very, very great and exciting. So I think that folks should listen, follow Jerry on social media to find out why yes. her week was so exciting. Yes. So, uh, yes, yes, yes. Follow my social media, Jer underscore Jer now one on mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm about to say mm-hmm. on the Instagram, like LaShawn. <laughs> and on Facebook, it's my name, G-E-R dash G-E-R. Tipton, T-I-P-T-O-N, and I got some exciting news to share with you guys tomorrow, and I'm so, so happy about it, so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe she got a man. We own that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's it, but. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be joined by a special guest, Jerry. Um, if you have not heard of um, Artist Talk, so Artist Talk is an event that's happening here in Pittsburgh this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at the Energy Innovation Center on the Hill District, in the Hill District on Bedford Avenue. Um, it's from 5.30 to 9.30, and there's going to be artists, there's going to be performances, there's going to be food and uh, food demonstrations. And so Sydney Davis from Artist Talk Pittsburgh will be joining us today. Um, she's going to chime in on some hot topics and then talk about Artist Talk um, and how the proceeds from that benefit is going to help um, the programming at Steel Smiling. Um, the focus of Artist Talk is for mental health. Um, and so, yeah, so a lot of the artists are passionate about uh, mental health. Um, some of them even have their own stories. And so um, Sydney's going to come on and talk to us about about that and um, and then how Artist Talk is going to help help people over at Still Smiling and help their program. So. We're going to learn that in the second half. First half, we got to talk about the hot topics. And Jerry, I don't know about you, but I was looking for stories. Girl, everything was Kim and Kanye. Yeah, that's all we were talking about. And this it was the war in Russia and Ukraine and then Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Kim and Kanye has been 
topics for the last few weeks now, mm-hmm. like hot, hot topics the last few weeks, especially with the divorce and stuff going on. So, well, congratulations, Kim got her divorce. I'm happy. Yeah, right. I am very, yeah. very, very, very happy for her. She, and it seemed like Kanye maybe calmed down a little bit with his new fling, uh, his new girlfriend. Which one? Which one? I can't keep. I don't know which one they are because they all look alike. They all look and alike. They, and he dresses them all the same. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to wear this. Is that abuse? Because she don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it's, it's a little weird. You know what I'm saying? And um, But he, uh, I don't know if you also heard his newest video with uh, the game. Mm-hmm. They said that he had it's animated, it's an animated video, and mm-hmm. that he is like burying uh Pete Davidson, I think. Yeah, hey, guys. hey chatter chick. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just a, it's still a little bit odd. So, here's the story we're talking about the end of the Kim Ye era. Uh, Kim and Kanye finally got a divorce. Kim had filed for divorce. And she actually, last week, it was reported that she was like, I need you to make me single right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Um, she is now single, single. Um, and there were three things that Kanye wanted. Two of them were denied. One, he did get um, a judge's approval on three conditions in order to get the divorce. One, which he was approved for, Um he granted them any right to get reimbursement of money. It wasn't that was intended to be uh, divided up. Will be preserved in case either of them dies. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, the Skims owner would not transfer any assets that she had in trust. That was rejected. And he also wanted. He also wanted. To, um, I guess the judge to to give him. Um, I guess vote or give him, I don't know, if Kim remarries, Kanye wants her to waive the marital privilege, which means a new spouse would not have to testify about communications he had with her. The judge rejected that condition as well. What does that mean? That's that's strange. All right, so let me tell you something. If we were on the phone, when we was on the phone back in 2020, she ain't allowed to bring that up. What does that, that don't make no sense. This is Kanye though. I mean, you know, I don't think we should be surprised when he does something. You'd be like, oh, it's Kanye. He's gotten to that. He's gotten to that status. Yeah. I mean, a guy's a genius. He's very smart. Um, But he's got to the status. Like, you're not surprised. Certain people do something. You'd be like, oh, that's Kanye. Yeah. No matter how dumb it is or, you know, it sounds ridiculous. It's like, yeah, that's Kanye. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. It don't make sense, but it's Kanye. It's Kanye. And um, yeah, can Pete Davidson like uh, press charges? Is that you know the whole animation thing about you know him pretending to kill him? Is that can he press charges on that? I would. I don't know why I asked y'all this. Like y'all's lawyers. I'd be lawyer. <laughs> I was. Why not? You know that's like a threat, right? You know what I mean? Like. I, I mean, Sean. I know before. you watch. I know you watch Law and Order heavy. Yeah, on yeah. I so. played the lawyer before, so yeah. I know these things. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this that, you do not. That's a threat. That's a threat. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any attempt to portray me, um, but just like the Law and Order that I've watched, you know, when they go dun dun dun, the actors and the situation is portrayed. It's just the actor's portrayal. 
Right. You know, none of this is true. He better mm -hmm. put a little disclosure at the end of his little videos where he attempts to kill Pete. Right. If he puts that on there, he could get he can get exempt. Right. The disclaimer is disclaimer is psych. Disclaimer. psych. Psych. Yeah. I hate you, psych. You know, like I didn't mean to kill you. So disclaimer. No, <laughs> this wasn't intended for any type of abuse. Well, we'll see what happens. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. no. Have you, I know LaShawn hasn't, but uh, I don't know, maybe you have another, Jerry. Have you watched his um, documentary? documentary? No, I have not. But you it is oh, you watched it? Good. Yes, I, I heard, I did hear good things about it. I did. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why I say he's very smart. He's a genius. I love the relationship that him and his mom had. Like, yeah. she was she was real like she recited his rhymes yep, she did and she knew him word for word she went to his shows and she had she had said to him kanye she said even a giant looks in a mirror and and sees himself as small mm -hmm. you know what i mean like she was and she was telling him to be humble mm -hmm. and he was like yeah and you can see the relationship so um when i when i say that you know kanye when it comes from kanye he's been through a lot like it seemed like his mom was his his supporters she kept him in yeah. check and I now think he that's doesn't what happened have to him. her yeah i think that's what happened to yeah, him so it's like it's kanye he's going through some stuff and he's yeah. been going through it since then and that that um that video and that whatever documentary Mm -hmm. It's been since he started in the business, and he was a go. I mean, straight up go. -get. He was a hustler. From the door, he was like, "Listen, I'm not. I'm not a producer. I'm a rapper." Mm -hmm. And they would bring him out as a producer. He was like, he "Was I'm yeah. not a producer? Yeah, I'm a rapper. You yeah, know, they were saying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they treated him like crap. They treated him like crap at first. Shout out to Mimi, Mimi Charmin checking in. Happy, uh, what up, girl? Hey, hey, girl. Girl. hey Mimi, we are live right now on Facebook, um, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So if you have any questions, make sure you post them. We'll ask, we'll try our best to get them in there. Uh, we're checking out uh, hot topics right now and um, lots of drama in celebrity marriages. Usually I don't care about this, but it's yeah. been like, it's the end of cuffing season. Yeah. And so I think a lot of folks are acting out right now. Um, <laughs> I should have put money on Raymond Santana and Delicious. Yeah, I knew. I, knew. I was like, the money either ran out, the money either ran out, or she realized he ain't really that cute. I mean, he's just, yeah. You know, when they get that money, they real fine, but <laughs> they was. I don't want to say she's a gold digger. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say she's. I'm not saying that. I was a. Right. That was a joke. I don't know what happened. Maybe he was feeling himself because I think they got what five million dollars a piece. That's not a lot of money. For what? The the um. Oh yeah, he was one of the central exonerated five. central exonerated five. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, 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 and five million a piece. Yeah, that's. I think they got like five million a piece. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but I mean, I. Mm -hmm. well, maybe it was just you know. It's, it's, he seems like she seems like she was more well okay so he got his money from from being from from the court system mm -hmm. you know on falsely exonerated mm -hmm. so that's how he got his money mm -hmm. and she got hers from videos and stuff like that that's flavor her. of love mm -hmm. uh, well I almost threw up all right let me get some <laughs> sorry <laughs> Don't say that again. Oh, right. <coughs> I'm sorry. No, I went down the wrong throat, but anyway. 
Uh, the wrong throat. throat. How many you got? How many throat? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> call me, call me delicious. But anyway. So so anyway. But so she got her money from that. And if he's not, if he's not doing the same things like these videos and stuff like that, and if he's not into that, sometimes that doesn't work for people, mm-hmm. you know, like that's her lifestyle. She's used to her booty being out. If he's not at first, that's cute, you know, your group with the booty out. And then after a while, you know, some people get like, I don't want everybody to see my wife. Well, it's good, it's cool for a girl, but your wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't really, really know. We don't really. I don't know. know. I don't and even that's know. How she made her I'm just speculating. So. Yeah, she that's... made her coins. Yeah. He made his coins the other way. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of coins, but hope maybe it's he said that he was narcissistic. He was crazy. He yeah. was narcissistic, and he was a cheater. Yeah. I mean, most cheaters are pretty narcissistic, though. They are. They are. Yeah, most yeah. cheaters. She gonna be okay. Get you, get that girl. You hope you ain't signing that prenup. Mm. <laughs> don't sign nothing. If girl. he was smart, he would have had. <laughs> well, here's I don't know. Uh, she does well. Whatever. I guess she's gonna I'm be praying. Okay. Hopefully, I'm praying. she yeah. Call her later. Call her I'll later. Call her. I don't know if I'm gonna call her. She does too much. He does too. He, oh. <laughs> I can't. Kamora Lee Simmons is in the news. Who is? Um, oh, Kimora Lee Simmons. Yeah, so um, her ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband is in some trouble. For first, you saw the stories about him having multiple wives, and she's she married to that. She didn't dude? know about. No, they was never married. Oh, she just. Had I a thought kid they were him. married too. No, they had that. They had that brandy marriage. Remember how oh, brandy had everybody? Yeah, oh, but they wasn't. They wasn't really married. They had a show and everything. Yeah, show and every. Mm-hmm. Showinary marriage. Showinary marriage. Got mm-hmm. it. So, um, but now he's he's in trouble for embezzling like eighty million dollars. Who is her husband? Let me Google him. Oh, oh. Somebody named Tim something. Tim something. Um, Tim something. Is his name Tim and Tim something. Tim and them. Tim, Tim and them. Tim and them. Tim and them ain't no good, girl. You gotta watch out for Tim and them. They no good at all. You gotta watch out for Tim and them. Yeah, but um, so lawyers are asking the court judge to allow them to present evidence that Kimore helped her husband launder $80 million that was stolen from one D, uh, MDB or whatever that is by using multiple shell yeah. corporations. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, listen, I will tell you, I am not ride or die i don't know i ain't not, going not, to jail not, for near none of y'all absolutely not. i got too much to lose absolutely not. i'm snitching on you mm-hmm. i'm snitching <laughs> on i'm snitching on Bo. i'm snitching <laughs> on i don't i'll snitch on my mama Listen, <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm not jail material. I, I'm just not, you know, so it doesn't work for me. I'm right or die, but I'm just not that jail material. Right, right. I can't, I can't I'm not do going that. to jail. I'm not, uh-uh. you know, catching a case for you. I ain't driving uh-uh. to get away car. I'm not doing uh-uh. none of that. That is not my thing, child. Ooh, Something happened. I'll be on the floor with my hands down. I'm done. Everybody, our guest has joined us. Miss Sydney's here. Hi. Hey, Sydney. Sydney is here. Uh, We're going to talk to Sydney Davis. She's representing uh, Artist Talk Pittsburgh and Niblets. 
which I am so curious about this name, child, Niplets. Uh-huh. Okay. It sounds like we it, could, it, I, could, I got the story ready for you. Yes, yes. But we're going to tackle uh, hot topics first. So okay, cool. uh, Sydney's here. And of course, we're gonna, we talked about the celebrity uh, celebrity marriage drama. So we talked about Kamora Lee Simmons. We talked about Delicious and Raymond Santana. We knew that wasn't going to work. Um, yeah, Wendy Williams' ex-husband is now back in the news. He's suing anybody and everybody now because he's saying he was falsely terminated. He got fat fired after um, he got fired after they got a divorce. Well, we don't need you no more. So yeah, how is that right. a wrongful termination? We no longer needed your services. That's usually how termination works. Mm-hmm. We're moving in a different direction away yeah. from you. So yeah, good luck with that. Also, um, Vincent Herbert. Remember Vincent the Herbert? Mm. Oh yeah. Tamar's ex. ex. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I met both of them and uh-huh. and <laughs> Vincent, I was Vincent always like was just like, ugh, with Tamar. She was just so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looked like he tolerated he her. He was just like, oh my he wasn't God. Like, oh, was nerves. Yeah. So anyway, she would, I guess he had their son mm-hmm. and she was trying to reach the son and she couldn't and because mm. he blocked her mm. <laughs> and mm. she was mad because he blocked mm. her. And so, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not mad. No. Are y'all mad? No. Why did he block then her? Again, probably because she yeah. was getting on his nerves. <laughs> She just seems like she. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that's no, that's wrong. That's because her, that's that's, her I'm child. not saying that that's right because that's her child, right. and right. I'm a mother, yeah. so yeah. I don't want that. You know, I'd be mad as hell if my baby daddy did that to me. Yeah. But but it depends right. on how many times she kept. If she kept calling, like if I'm if it's my time with the, with my child, and my child isn't, you know that. He's not doing anything where I have to call you. No emergency. Let me have my time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, don't call and say what he. I, I mean, I. I don't know. I don't know if the show was a good portrayal of how Tamar is, but if I'm getting this portrayal that I see on TV, she can be annoying. Mm-hmm. She's really and, nice. Okay. <laughs> she's really nice. It's just she's a TV. Really nice. That show made her look like she's yeah. annoying and like she would just keep stuff going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's mm-hmm. that's a little much. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't call it. I ain't calling her. All right. So this isn't this isn't a, it's not a hot topic. It is a triggering topic. Um, and you know, it it it, it could uh, mess up your mental health, which we'll talk about later when we talk to Sydney um and artist talk Pittsburgh, but Someone sent me a video earlier today. Um, there's a bunch of clips on TikTok about TikTok about um, news coverage of the Ukraine and Russian war, right? And basically, um, a lot of folks are outraged about the news coverage because some uh, notable media representatives are making this about race making this about a race war. Um, I'll read, or I'll read a, a, a 
a sentence or a few from uh, MinuteMirror.com. Anchored from several media outlets, including Al Jazeera and CBS, are seeing comparing refugees from the multiple conflict zones in the Middle East and North Africa uh, region to Ukrainian ones who have been fleeing their country in thousands amidst the ongoing Russian military operations since Thursday, in which one clip... Um, a reporter from Al Jazeera talked about refugees trying to board a train in Ukraine. He said that it was compelling that these refugees were prosperous. I am loath to use the expression middle-class people. These are not obviously refugees trying to get away from areas in the middle um, that are still in a big state of war. These are people trying to get away from North Africa um, or these are not people trying to get away from North Africa. They look like any European family that would live next door. So it's like if they look like any Euro European family that lives next door, why are they running or, you know, kind of like, I don't understand. What's the problem? You know, another said, but in but this isn't a place with all due respect, like Iraq and Afghanistan, that has seen conflict raging for decades. This is relatively civilized. Uh relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, city, uh, one where you wouldn't expect that or uh, hope that it's going to happen. So it's kind of like, so it's okay if this was Africa or Afghanistan, right? but it's not okay or it seems out of place because these are European civilians. Mm. War is war. People mm -hmm. are being killed. Children are being killed. Mothers are being killed. Families, schools, people are being killed. This is a war over ego, war over whatever. Yeah. That's people crazy. are still dying regardless. Yeah. You know, so, you know, is this a case of systemic racism in Ukraine and or is this uh, media making, um, uh, creating clickbait? Because mm -hmm. clearly we're talking about it. I don't know if it's this. I wouldn't say race, but it is class. It is class, okay. you know what I mean? Because there's they're they're making it portraying them as upper echelon, and you wouldn't expect this to happen. But so okay. when they when you compare Afghanistan and Iraq, those people there have always been in war, and they were you know they portray them as poor people. So it's a class yeah. of people. So you're thinking it's like like it would be people saying, and I don't even I don't even like Fox Chapel is really not that big of a place, or Mount Lebanon is really not, but that would be the upper places here in Pittsburgh, and they're yeah. really not that big of a place. Mm -hmm. But that's when people say something happens in those areas. Oh, I can't believe that would happen there. You yeah. know, like uh -huh. that would typically happen in North Brussels or Homewood or something like that. You mm -hmm. know, so I think it's more of a class thing with these yeah. people. But they're using the word European, which mm -hmm. they are European. And here, European is white. Mm -hmm. So it, it throws it into a classism. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. in a racism type thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're, 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 culture their european culture is their culture i i guess so mm. it kind of throws it like that but i mean if you're being a journalism you have to watch everything you say and you should know better and mm. the one journalism on the one journalist even try to retract what they said like i for a lack of work or however they put it mm -hmm. in the story because mm -hmm. they know those words connotate different things with people so but i believe it's more of a class thing i mean war is bad but it it would be you know it would be like, you know, we're us trying to jump on a bus. I mean, try to get out of our neighborhoods. And you would think, well, they live pretty good. They got decent jobs. Like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Sydney, what do you think? Um, Yeah, it sounds definitely more like 
like a class system to me as well, rather mm -hmm. than it being something that's racist, because it's not really saying a specific race, it's more so highlight and like poor and rich. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, yeah, when it comes down to that, class systems definitely play into that, right? Because the wealthy probably can hop on whatever means the regular transportation is, maybe like a private jet or something and get out of the country versus everybody else has to, you know, strategize and mm -hmm. figure out how to do that, especially with your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it definitely sounds like a class a class system thing to me. And, I, and they're more prevalent in other countries. Like our class system is, it's here, but I feel like it's kind of not spoken about as mm -hmm. much as a class system and in other cultures, uh, I feel like it's more something that they talk about and is known and they're, it's kind of like a norm. Mm. Jerry, but, do you think that the media, thank you, Sydney, do you think that the media makes this worse? Because I mentioned earlier when talking about the story, I said it was triggering. Yeah. Um, do you think that the media makes this worse? And how do, if, if you even know mm -hmm. um, somebody in the media, how, how can we, can this be softened? Yeah, so, you know, we all know, like, as a reporter, as a journalist, you know, you, you want to have the story first, right? Even mm -hmm. if sometimes you say the wrong things or say things that are a little bit fabricated or things that aren't factual, you know, anything, like you said, for clickbait that I'm just going to look at and see like, oh, this is, I'm going to go on there. What, what does that mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. So coming from like the side of media and writing and stuff, I can see how it gotten to be bigger than what it was. You mm -hmm. know, it, it definitely was heightened to the point where it's like, okay, well, they made it seem like it was one thing, you know. Um, oh, this is basically like what Sean said, this doesn't happen, you know, here. Uh, this is something that we expected more if you were African-American or if you were coming from Africa, stuff like that. And, you know, which is, you know, very, very, you know, ignorant, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I definitely feel like sometimes the media can portray things um, more than what it has to be. You know, it that didn't even have to be said. You know what I mean? Um, and you're as you know as a writer journalist reporter you're supposed to recover your tracks and admit like hey this was wrong you know what i mean like this was not the way that it was supposed to come out like there's a there's a way that you can kind of like fix it before it's too late you know mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what i've learned but yeah sometimes things in the media like that it's just it's a time and a place for it and that just was not the right time you know what i'm saying even with everything you know going on so i i definitely agree with that i mean even being someone that's in the media i'm not a journalist i'm not a reporter um you, you would kind of use some safe words and say you know based on reports allegedly right. um you know our sources say someone close to the camp or something you know yeah. that way you're not owning the claim but again these some of these reporters are out to win the enemies they're out to win not enemies the emmys they're out to win these these prestigious awards because of the hard reporting and i guess it's somebody you need to we need to have somebody on here that that represents those those types of uh platforms that way they can give a direct answer so i just think that it's triggering um you know when when the clip was sent to me i was just like oh my god like I never thought about that. I never, I never looked at that. I didn't think about the fact that we don't really give much support 
or media coverage or the media coverage when it comes to um, refugees of Afghanistan or the people in Africa, uh, we don't, you know, we, the coverage is different. But when, you know, it's, co- it's coverage, the coverage is different um, when you're talking about this particular situation, because it's like, this is so sad. It's, I can't believe the families and the children and, you know, and it, but I don't know, it's just, it is different. I, but I never looked at it as though it was a systemic racism, mm-hmm. you know, topic. So I am fighting a sneeze. Uh. <laughs> right. It's like right there. It's like right there. Right there. I'm trying, I'm trying. We're going to take a quick break and then we are going to talk to Miss Sydney Davis and artist talk in Nicklets. I want to talk to her about this. I want to know what the hell is a nipple. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a quick break. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Every media today, hold tight. Did you know untreated chlamydia and gonorrhea can make it so that you or your partner might not be able to become pregnant? Get tested today. Visit Allegheny County Health Department's public health clinic for free and confidential walk-in HIV STD screenings at the Hill District location, 1908 Wiley Avenue. Call 412-578-8081 for more information. Hey, girl. Hey, 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 we are back. It is the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Oh, in my nose. Right? I'm sorry. Anyway, sponsored by uh, Allegheny County Health Department. Here we go. Visit the Allegheny County Health Department's public health clinic for free and free. confidential walk-ins for HIV and STD screenings. They have a Hill District location, 1908 Wiley Avenue. They're open every day. Every day. Every day. Go and get tested. Stop mm-hmm. walking around just nasty. No, I'm playing. Um, uh, 8.30 to 3.30, uh, even some some nights, 7.30. They call 412-578-8081. You can also go to AlleghenyCounty.us slash HIV for more information. Please get tested. Please get tested. It is about to get hot out here. Y'all about to go to Miami. Y'all about to go <laughs> Atlanta, y'all about to go to you know Goodness. California, just be ugh, just be get good. It together. Just be safe. Just be safe. Just be safe, sis. All right. Um, so Sydney Davis is here. Uh, she's with Artists Talk Pittsburgh and Nipplets. Um, I know about this because of a press release that I saw. Um, it's talking about an event happening in Pittsburgh. Um, yes, Pittsburgh has an artist scene and uh, an art scene, and it's actually evolving. So I love that. I love that about Pittsburgh. Um, it's happening uh, March 5th, 530 to 930 p.m. Energy Innovation Center in the legendary Hill District, my stomping grounds. Um, and <laughs> Sydney Davis is the founder of nipple printed apparel line called Nipplets. Nipplets. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And artist talk. The event is actually going to focus on mental health. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that part, what? Okay, tell me about nipplets and <laughs> and why am I so fascinated by the yeah, word nipplets? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, nipplets started as just a hotline for me, and it kind of evolved into apparel. But how the hats kind of came about? Uh, my godmother was going through breast cancer. 
And um, when she was going through breast cancer, she lost all her hair. Wigs were kind of itchy and uncomfortable for her scalp. It was mm-hmm. irritating her a lot. So I ended up making these hats to support her through her breast cancer journey by nipple printing onto a hat for her to wear through her chemo treatment. She did end up beating it. Um, And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I just started making her these one-of-a-kind nipple-printed hats to support her through her breast cancer journey. Um, There was a a time in which we thought maybe one of her nipples will have to be removed. So that's kind of where I got the idea for the nipple print, just to support her. And also just to like something that her to wear and not be so focused on like, you know, I can't wear a wig or I don't have this or I don't have whatever. It was just something else to encourage and reinforce that like you're still pretty and you can still have swag. You can still and I'm I'm here rooting for you. So oh, it's nice. Of, oh, <laughs> yeah. You. It yeah. was a combination of all of those things. Um, and then it kind of just evolved into clothing as well. Uh, her, some of her friends and my family started to buy them to support her through the journey as well. Um, and then it just kind of evolved into a business. And now I give 20% of uh, the proceeds back to a local foundation. It's called Women's Breast Cancer Foundation of Pittsburgh. And they help primarily they focus on younger women in the city because they don't know their bodies as well. So they help mm-hmm. to educate them and fund them through grants for treatment. Um, they do a lot of great things, uh, but what I love about them specifically is they give that money to a specific person rather than research. So you get to make an impact on somebody's life directly. Uh, so that's kind of what drew me to that foundation. But uh, yeah, that's the story of Nipples. That's how everything kind of came about. And now, uh, like I said, it's clothes and hats, and I don't know what else I'll go into. Um, I've been trying to, I've been kind of exploring the thought of doing some type of like furniture designs and different things as well. So um, Mm -hmm. it's something I'm looking into right now, but it's honestly, it's limitless. You could do so much with the idea and there's a lot of people to support. So I would love to grow that brand and and just see where that's going to take me. Oh my goodness. I can actually see myself walking into an apartment with a couch uh-huh. Just designed by Nimblets. Just like <laughs> so you'll be talk about a conver- right? talk about a conversation piece. Maybe I don't know because y'all artists, y'all, you know, I uh uh-uh. that's a conversation piece. I got to come off with some coins. Uh-huh. We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk, we'll talk. <laughs> She's like, oh yes, definitely. Oh yes, oh yes. So tell me, tell us about Artist Talk Pittsburgh. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So Artist Talk here. I got my little flashes for you. So it's on. It's on March 5th. It's from 5.30 to 9.30. Like you said, Kiki, um, it's at the Energy Innovation Center. Nobody has ever had an event in this space. It's actually an artist space for a resident in that building. Mm -hmm. And nothing has ever happened in that space other than him working on art. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, how cool would it be to have the second artist talk in a new space? I like to bring new energy and for it to be fresh. So it it adds that Mm -hmm. element to it. Uh, okay. The event is catered by um, Eat Initiative, which you, Chef which you know. Chef <laughs> Claudi. Yes, Chef and then Claudie. we have uh, our drink sponsor is TLC Libations. So uh, they're rocking with us as well. Uh, Still Smiling is who the proceeds are going to go to. So we're looking right now, we're in the midst of creating therapeutic spaces for artists in Pittsburgh. And that's what the proceeds are going to go to. We're building a program so that we could create more spaces and bring more fellowship together 
um, and give people mental health resources. So mm -hmm. we're working with Still Smiling to create those spaces and to do some like group therapy and have some wellness trainings and different things right now. Um, but as of now, that's in the works and I'm super excited to see what we do with that. But Still Smiling will be there speaking at the event about the spaces that we're trying to create, but also just about mental health and the importance of it and what resources that they have available. Um, Still Smiling is a company that uh, gives people of color 10 free therapy sessions when you sign up with them. I was one of those people that received that uh, grant and it is a big part of what Artist Talk came out of was just a lot of artists um, having the conversation of like, I want to prioritize my mental health, but I can't afford it. And I don't know how to do it. And when I was looking for a therapist, like it was just like, I felt like I was in the trenches. It was like, it took a lot of time for me to find somebody for me to find a black therapist. You yeah. know, I kind of just felt like I was settling for the ones that were available or I could afford. Yeah. So this yeah. was a solution to that. And I was like, there's nobody I would want to partner with more than the people that helped me personally because I can give my mm -hmm. testimony on it right. so um we have them speaking and then we also have hope for the day speaking at the event they are also a mental health and suicide prevention company uh what we do with them they come and they speak at the event but they also give out resources for mental health and they're in all 51 states so if you're not in Pittsburgh you can still check into them and uh mm -hmm. see what they have to offer in your area but they provide a free mental health training that we're having at Be Social, uh, the old social status. I love Be Social. Market. Yes, love yes. Be Social too. I'm from East Liberty, fun fact. Okay, okay, so okay. Right where I grew up at, um, and I was like, there's not a better place to have it. So that's from 6 to 8 on March 10th, and that's being sponsored by um, Live Fresh Juicery, another okay. Black-owned business. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to have juice there, um, fresh from the juicery from Brett. I actually went to high school with him, so shout out to Brett. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've just been trying to connect all the resources, especially like black owned businesses, still smiling, artist talk and really cater to that community. It's been really important to us to create a platform where we can highlight uh, black artists in the city that are uh, trying to get their art out there and to just um, enforce and encourage their voice mm -hmm. and artistry and mental health. Um, at the first event was way better or just way more than I thought it was going to be and it was manifested but it was just like it was it was honestly uh a blessing and i wasn't expecting it but we had a lot of artists especially black males come up and share one of their their most post uh personal pieces and the story behind it and they really opened up and everybody was really vulnerable and it, it you know we manifested it being a safe space for people and that's exactly what it was um so those are some things about uh artist talk i'll let you guys talk <laughs> I love the concept. I love the concept, especially when you think about artists and the mental space that they go to go through to be so creative. Sometimes mm -hmm. they have to channel other places, other people, other things, and they have to kind of get out of their own way in order to be as to be expressive. So I love the fact that the 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 theme is to to focus on your mental health. I love the fact that now Black America is 
making it okay to have the discussion to talk mm-hmm. about seeing therapists yeah. going to therapy. We are now saying, you know what, you need to talk to somebody. Um, we're doing less of the judging mm-hmm. and more of the encouraging. So I, I do love that for uh, that part. And I love what uh, Steel Smiling is doing. And the fact that we are making this okay to talk mm-hmm. about. And mm-hmm. so it's not, um, you know, I, I don't know how, what are the age groups that can, that can attend the event because we have young artists too. So yeah. is there um, age requirement? There's, there's not actually, okay. but I, I definitely, so it's all ages. Kids can come. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to do and I'm always coming up with ideas because I'm an Uh artist. So Mm -hmm. I'm like left brain. So I'm kind of always like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. And that's why I have my team to be like, okay, this is what we can actually do. (laughs) Thank God for teams. (laughs) One step at a time. (laughs) So I would love to create a program and work with some type of youth foundation to create Artist Talk for Kids. That's definitely been in the forefront of my mind since the idea kind of came out. Um, And we started to build on it. So that's definitely in the works. And that's definitely something I want to do. I love to put youth in positions of leadership. They just Mm. always rise to the occasion. And I feel like I was put in a lot of positions like that when I was younger. And it really developed my my character. But Mm -hmm. more than anything, like, it, it really, like, it boosted my confidence. Yeah. And then I could pour into other people. So I definitely want to create a platform for the youth to be able to do that as well. Um, my little brother's, uh, he likes to doodle and he's just like, he's amazing. And he just doesn't know how amazing he is. So I always have to tell him and he's like, oh, well, I'm his big sister. So I like, I'm like, oh, well, what if we created this? So like, you know, the youth can empower each other. So that's something I'm thinking about. I'm going to manifest something. So hopefully that will be with Children's Museum. They have my number. And I you think got that my number, so let me know. Um, I'd love so to help. Throw yeah. it out there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hopefully it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that we encourage our young people too, because we, we kind of, we used to shun them away. Like, go ahead outside with that, with yeah. that sissy mm-hmm. talk. Go ahead outside. Yeah, and sure. my son was always um, artistic. Uh, he's always been, he was never, he was never uh, athletic. He tried to do the baseball. He tried to do the football thing. It was the tried basketball. It mm-hmm. did not work out. But when it came to theater and it came to acting, you know, Vaughn, it came to, to acting and, and then he got into cosplay. And then mm. even in cosplay, like he learned how he bought a sewing machine. And so he makes his own costumes and then he goes That's to amazing. these conventions. So I did not, you know, I didn't understand it because um, I was just like, boys are supposed to play sports. You know, I'm old school. So boys are supposed to play mm-hmm. sports. And so maybe I failed him. Did I, did he watch too many Barney episodes, too much TV, too much Sesame Street? No, he's just being his authentic self. Mm-hmm. So platforms like this is more, more encouraging. Um, Jerry, LaShawn, any, any feedback on this? Yeah. Um, you had mentioned that your, uh, little brother likes to doodle. Um, was art something that you've always wanted to do when you were younger or is it something like you just started doing? How long ago did your art journey start? Like some people know when they're a kid, like I want to do this, I want to do that. Is that something with, with you or how did your Uh, journey start? Not, not necessarily. So I've always been a social butterfly. So like I've been at like in high school, I was in acting, I played basketball, I was in the debate club, I ran track, like I was always kind of like 
study with things, but kind of curious about everything. Um, So art wasn't really like a passion of mine. It never was like something that I was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist when I grow up. But I always doodled. I always Mm -hmm. was very imaginative. I always was like, oh, what if we put this and this together and it did this? You know, so like my mind was always like open to exploring things. Um, But I won't say that like I was ever very ambitious about uh, being an artist. It was Mm -hmm. really like, so God has like put these situations in my life and I've kind of just squeezed the lemons and made lemonade out of them, like niblets Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. artist talk. Uh, So it's just, I've been, always been kind of an adventurer mentally, but never something that was like focused on artists. And that's why I, I do the type of art that I do. Nice. Um, I never was traditionally, I won't say that I'm not now, but I'll just say like, I never started out and made anything like uh, painting and was like, oh, wow, this is great. I should like pursue this. Right. It was always just like, I want to try this and I want to like explore my mind. Um, and see where this goes. So to answer your question, like, no, I didn't always think I was going to be an artist, but my art journey started, I would say in like 2015. It was about three years after I graduated high school, uh, went to school for marketing, got a little bored with like the analytics and things like that. So just, I think it kind of, I got pushed towards it because I wanted to just have that creative control again. Right. Um, and not be like told what to do with right. my artistry. Like I've done a couple, I've worked on a couple Netflix sets. I was a um stand in for a show that they just did in Pittsburgh a year or two okay ago. It's called um I'm not okay with this. And I was just like, Oh, I get a little bit of creative control, but I feel like everybody's still kind of like telling me what to do. And when mm-hmm. I painted when I did art, it just it was that space for me to kind of just do whatever Same. I wanted to and mm-hmm. express myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, it was more so just an outlet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since about 2015, that's when I started um, painting. And then 2017 is when I started Nipplets. And about, it's been about six or seven months since um, Artist Talk. Okay. Wow. That's really yeah. Good. So it's amazing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and for you to be doing something this weekend, look, that's, that's big. Thank you. That's big. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Thank Sean? You. Well, what I love about artists, because I'm a woman of certain age, you know, so I'm a certain age. Yes, yes. <laughs> 55 and coming up. But hey, what I you love, what I love. Yes, thing, girl. <laughs> what I love about artists, and, you know, I would say that I'm one of those, I'm an artist, but like I'm a visual artist. Mm-hmm. You know? What I like about art is that when you're painting or if you're doing something that you love to do that that's creative and you love to create, it takes your mind off of everything else. It is it's such a, a good, it's, it's such a escape. good, yeah, it's an escape, but it's such a good companion for mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to put the art with the mental health, mm-hmm. I think that's an excellent thing and kudos to you because they, they go together. They both mm-hmm. go together. Yeah. Um, that's awesome that you know you would you would take those two and mix them because when people you know when when they when they do these little things and I'm not giving shout out shots shots out to these places but when they have like painting with a twist people go there and they're creating they and they love their design and they're having like such a great time mm-hmm. and it's because they're able to be free and they're able to paint the colors they want to paint and mm-hmm. you know I mean they stay within the lines and create a picture that someone gives to them but they can do the colors that they want it gives yeah. them the freedom. 
and it allows mm-hmm. your mind to go. So the mental health and the art part, I love it. I think that's a wonderful thing. That's excellent. Super. Yeah, good. that's what it does. It's like, that's kind of what I think is cool about Artist Talk. One of the things is like, when you're doing stuff like uh, Sip and Paint or Art with a Twist or Painting mm-hmm. with a Twist, sorry. Same thing, um, same thing. Same thing. Anyway, yeah, same thing. When, you, when you do that, yeah, you like, you're getting this like, I don't know if this is the correct term, but it's like an endorphin high, right? It feels good. And it's like, it's connecting like the thoughts of like, why does this feel so good with what it is? It's it's the why. And I think when people understand that why, they could dive into it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's really connecting that and showing people like, yes, this is an outlet. This is a way to express yourself. This is a healthy way to do it. And this is why you know, it's catering to your mental health. And this is what it looks like to cater to your mental health. And just also to just encourage that. The whole idea kind of sparked from me and a couple of my friends were sitting at Starbucks and we were talking about all of us as artists, like how rough the pandemic was. Like I lived Mm -hmm. by myself. So I was just like, you know, it was sometimes like all I did was create and it felt good and I could get it out. And then sometimes I just felt like, I couldn't focus on anything because I was so stir crazy. And, but there's this constant pressure for artists of like constantly producing, staying relevant, making money to feed yourself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So like when you're constantly in this, like, we'll call it survival mode to eat, it's hard to express as well. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do we build a healthy environment so we can still be uh, creative, but also like, I know that I have a great support system and I'm super blessed for that. Right. But everybody doesn't have that. Let's be realistic. Mm -hmm. So like, this is a way of lending my support group to other artists and being like, you can't have healthy, um, you can't have a healthy art environment. You can't have a safe space. You can be around other artists that have common goals to prioritize their mental health and Mm -hmm. to that want to thrive and be positive. Cause sometimes that's hard to find here or just any space like how do I find people that are like you know pouring into me and being positive and and not just like getting stuck in a negative place sometimes that's hard to find that that type of support so I just wanted to create a safe space where people can come and know that they're gonna have that for sure I think it's great that you get I'm sorry no I think it's great that you guys um, offer the opportunity for people to um to say what the art meant to them Mm-hmm. You know, because some artists, when people buy art, and I love art, I used to sell it. Oh, when people, yeah, yeah, I got some pieces in my house. Oh, so when does. people people buy art, what they do is like they'll buy it and say, "Oh, I like this because this matches my living room." Mm-hmm. Like yes. I put up something because I it spoke to me, you right? Know? And then mm-hmm. some of it, I know the artist, and the artist will say, "Well, I created that." And when I created, like, it might look like a daisy, but when when they tell me, "Oh, I created this because I was feeling this," and I'm like, "Oh, that spoke to me." Mm-hmm. I put the daisy in the room. It doesn't matter if it matches. Like, it speaks to me. I it's like the that. story. It's, it's the narrative. Story. And I think you know, you guys giving the artist an opportunity to explain what the art meant to them. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to saying, well, this this is what it speaks to me. The artist says, well, this is what it spoke to me. And, and I, I created this because this is what happened. I think that's a great forum. I think Thank those, you. That works great for artists. Yeah. You know? That happens I'm- with nipplets all the time. I'll do, I'll make a nipplet and people be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. That rose on your hat. Or like, I see a skull. Or I see right? this or that. Because every, nip, every nipple print is like a snowflake. Like every one 
different. different. I couldn't recreate the same one if I wanted to, but that makes it one of a kind and for whoever's buying that hat, it's for them. You right. Know? Are they actual but nipples? I, I was going to ask that, but I thought it was wrong. <laughs> no. Why Why is it wrong to ask about our bodies? We all I don't, have them. No, no, I don't you know. You said nipple print. So my is brain is still nipple? programmed to, to think a certain. I'm still that's retraining. My next, my... That's, that's my next mission after Artist Talk. After I get it flowing, I want to yeah. break down the stigma of yeah. not talking about our body and feeling right. the of it. Because you know what that does? Is like we we talk about consent and then we talk about not talking about our body and that's why I think there's this gap of like you know back when I went when I went to high school we had sex ed we talked about it so that we mm -hmm. had the knowledge so that we could right. facilitate the conversation now that's not there and I think that like a lot of things go untalked about and I think a lot of kids and youth are confused about it in their yeah. own bodies and what right. they should do or not do and I'm like yeah I think it would be cool to talk about it I would make a beautiful hat with mine I mean oh, yeah. be like, you know what I, roses. I, yes. do, I, I was doing um workshops at people's houses through the pandemic um because people didn't want to go out oh, we'll and talk after workshops. the show but I would love to. I'm sorry. What'd you say? We'll talk after the show. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's get it. I'm always. I'm, I'm always excited to, to do that. Yes. I'll but, be sporting um, my yeah, hat with doing a workshops and we were all making them together because it, and what we did also was like there was like an empowerment part of it where we talked about our bodies and we got comfortable as women and just had a conversation and then we and then we created together and it was like a lot of the women were like well i'm not an artist and da 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 da, da. you can't mess up a nipple print mm -hmm. so like that's mm -hmm. the beauty in it as well so we build confidence so like that's a big thing for like everything i do i'm like always like you could do it <laughs> that's good that's what keeps people going is the motivation and encouragement that you give them so kudos. you might have to give me a bottle <laughs> I got you. I know it's like Space Jam when they're drinking it, that, the water, but it was yeah. just regular water. Yeah, um, right. I had to look, 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 look. Exactly. <laughs> you got it, Kiki. You got yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Is the event okay? So proceeds, like, how can we get tickets to the event? Yeah, definitely. So if you go on Eventbrite, you can look up um, Artist Talk Mental Health to get tickets. We also have a website because we're fancy now. <laughs> uh, so it's artisttalkmentalhealth.com. Um, you can go on the website and if you're not able to make it to the event and you want to support the initiative, there's also a link on there to donate. You can donate whatever makes you happy, but just know that it's going towards supporting uh, local mental health classes, wellness, therapy, and therapeutic spaces for artists here. So we can start that conversation and break down the stigmas. Um, we also have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. It's Artist Talk PGH. Um, you can find a lot of our updated information there from our mental health trainings that we have. Um, and then you'll be able to find our uh, therapeutic classes that we're doing with Still Smiling once we get that all together on there as well. Um, so we're all across all platforms. Oh, we have a YouTube too. It's Artist Talk Mental Health. Mm -hmm. uh, so our recap from our first event was there. If you didn't get to join us, you can see a whole recap of the event there. We also have um, some videos of like the walkthrough of the event space. If you're curious about the EIC and you've never seen it before, you can experience it with us through our YouTube. <laughs>
That's awesome. I love yes. that. Sydney, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank to... you for having me. <laughs> I was about to say thank you so much for telling us what's good in your hood. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the mental health training is. I mean, is that's true. Head, so, yeah. that's, another, that's a whole nother show. That's a different show, child. That's oh, another, okay, okay. That's a different. We will not be talking <laughs> about nipples on what's good in your hood. Anyway. Um, so Artist Talk, the Saturday Energy Innovation Center located at 1435 Bedford Avenue in the legendary Hill District. Hill District. So make sure you get there 530 to 930. You uh, will be supporting Steel Smiling, um, which focuses on uh, therapy and mental health. Uh, I don't want to say training, but not training, uh, just providing, though, that uh, service for people who need them. So thank yeah. you so much, uh, Sydney, for for uh, just taking the time out to talk to us about Artist Talk Pittsburgh and Niplets. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I appreciate you. Thank you for Thank having you. me. I, I really enjoyed it. And this, yeah. was, this was a good group. I feel the energy. So I appreciate yeah. you guys pouring into me as well. So we we gave her, I got a chick name for her. She is the Niplet Chick. The yeah. Niplet Chick. A nipple chick. No, <laughs> I can't call it a nipple chick because <laughs> you because this will be this will be shared. Chick. This will be shared on SoundCloud well. and Apple Podcasts and all of my hair. I don't know. Well, I don't have after, to be able to. Yeah. After I make my hat, it's gonna be it's gonna be the I'm gonna be the nipple chick after this. <laughs> The nip chick. The, the nip chick. How's that? The nip chick. Right. Oh my goodness. So uh, you know, uh LaShawn, why don't you tell everybody how they can reach us, how they can find wow. us and all this stuff? Well, you can reach us um via email at the hey girl hey podcast at gmail.com or you can give us a call at 412-709-6130 or by social media at the hey at the girl hey 2018 on the twitter and on the <laughs> facebook we're at at the hey girl hey podcast and on the IG, um, it is Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018. All right. And uh, uh, Jojo, you got the heart question. Where can they hear us? She got the heart one. <laughs> you can hear past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on wherever streaming apps are provided. <laughs> I used to list them all, but I said, you She's know, a list of all. Oh yeah! Being... I also wanted to say, uh, Niplets. You can find Niplets online. It's N I P L I D S underscore. That's the okay. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they uh, they shared the interview today. So thank you so much for doing that. Yes, absolutely. All right, that's the Hey Girl Hey podcast, Urban Media Today. Hey, make sure you check out Urban Media Today every day, 24-7. Good music there, hip-hop, R&B, classic hip-hop, R&B, jazz, gospel, all of that good stuff. You can check us out on Live 365 and tune in. Uh, I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm your millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. And, and I'm this chick. Yeah. 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 You got it. <laughs> I caught on. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much for watching this behavior hey podcast over media today. <laughs> Bye. No, hey, hey. You're listening to
to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Veeam Pittsburgh stands for Voter Empowerment Education and Enrichment Movement. Veeam, V-E-E-E-M, is a faith-based, nonpartisan community organization dedicated to increasing voter turnout in the greater Pittsburgh area with voter registration and engagement events. Find more at veeampittsburgh.org today.